And once again, I'm Ben Aberg with your update program on your Tuesday afternoon. Sweet chat again with Kelly Oss. Thanks so much for joining us this, this afternoon. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I saw the thing come through about uh, New Growth Transit. I know we talked about that a couple of months ago. Uh, can you, I know we'll talk about a little bit of the expansion, but uh, can you talk about a bit about what areas you're uh, currently serving now? Yeah, absolutely. So we recruit, train, and ensure volunteer drivers. And so fortunately, Vernon County was one of our first counties um, where we launched the Volunteer Driver Network. It's been going for about two and a half, almost three years. And we had support from the Finest and Moss Foundation, as well as the uh, Vernon County Commission, as well as Patterson Family Foundation. And so we were able to launch and recruit drivers. So we've been providing rides for up to two and a half years, and we work throughout West Central Missouri. So primarily in very small and isolated counties, such as Hickory County, you know, Cedar County and El Dorado. We go up through St. Clair County, which is Osceola. And then we go clear over to that lake region by Warsaw and all the way up to Cass. Um, And so those were kind of our core counties that, so we worked within nine core counties to build this program. And what we found is that we had an unbelievable response to people in this area that wanted to be volunteer drivers. And then of course, as we know in rural Missouri, we had an unbelievable demand for people who just need general access to their communities. Yeah, having access to those communities. I know in a previous show, we've kind of broken down a little bit about uh, what different uh, categories people need these rides for, too. Yeah, I think that's the important thing for people to understand. Of course, we need access to our medical clinics and mm-hmm. our medical facilities. So non-emergency medical is always a priority. But oftentimes, we see that second destination can be anything from retail, such as Dollar General and the Walmart that's available, and local retailers. And then additionally, we see employment. A lot of people um, need access and we have lots of different seasonal employment. We have lots of shift work in these areas that can start as early as seven o'clock in the morning or that can end in the evening hours. And so our volunteer transportation network can provide transportation in those gaps when maybe traditional services aren't in operation. Yeah. So for those uh, volunteer drivers to, to get involved, let's, uh, let's kind of focus on, focus on that a little bit if we can too. How do they uh, get involved? Involved and what does that in, entail for them? Absolutely. It's a very seamless process. So first of all, we have one phone number. It's 417-283-7991. That is our only phone number we have for our, our service. So you just call that number. We're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. And when you call, you say, I'm a volunteer driver. I'm interested. We'll get you an application. We then take that application. We, we do a background screening. Once you pass the background screening, then we train with you. And so it's a one-on-one training. And we go over a handbook. We have scenarios. We get all of the financial information for your reimbursement, which is 65 and a half cents a mile. So I didn't mention that earlier. I think it's important for people to understand that there is a reimbursement that is non-taxable income by IRS restrictions. So we're excited to offer that incentive um, because we do have a lot of people that live way out in the county. And so um, volunteer drivers are reimbursed from the moment they leave their driveway, pick those individuals up and then bring them back to our community for the resources that we offer. So, and I will say that we do have an app that volunteer drivers are trained how to use that app. And we supply 
by the volunteers with a tablet. Verizon is a great partner. They allow us as a nonprofit to purchase those tablets at a discount. So we provide the volunteer driver with the tablets and then they just enter their odometer um, and they um, hit the queue in the tablet every time they pick up and drop someone off. All right. So works with that technology, too, sometimes. Yeah, I think that's important. You know, we're really wanting to um, create a digital map of where Mm -hmm. we're going Um, as the network grows and we build more partnerships that look to use our network to provide additional transportation services. We want to be as thorough as we can. And so um, and that also helps us see when rides are in the queue. We need a 48 hour notice for a ride as of right now. Now, the network is growing in volunteers, and so our capacity to do more has been really exciting to see that progress. Already this year, we've done 272,000 miles of rides within 11 counties with 44 volunteers. So I think the impact is there, and our average trip length is 27 miles. And um, let me give you some uh, a way to compare that in your rural or in your metropolitan and suburban urban areas, an average trip tends to be nine to 12 miles. So already in rural, you know, I drive into town and it's 17 miles. Mm -hmm. I don't think anything of it. We're just used to driving. So that distance is what makes transportation so difficult in these rural communities. Yeah. So let's uh, talk a little bit about, uh, well, new growth transits transit it is expanding in uh, one certain county yeah we were blessed this year to receive state appropriations again second year as well as local commissions that have invested into this network so we will be expanding into additional counties and those counties are barton camden jasper polk in Dallas counties. So they're connected to our core counties within the core, those nine counties. And what's great about that is we wanted a connected expansion. So sometimes we might pull somebody from Vernon County to help with the ride in Barton County because that individual is going down to Joplin and Jasper County. So it's a way that gives our volunteer drivers an opportunity to earn some more miles and earn some more reimbursement. So we're really excited. A lot of medical partners like in Polk and in Jasper County down in Joplin, they wanted to see this network support their need. Um, What we're excited about is that we were able to absorb some of those smaller counties like Barton County, Dallas County. Um, And so we're able again to help those smaller counties and their needs for transportation for anything. I just can't say enough. It's not just non-emergency medical transit, but we're taking people to employment and to access local retail. Yeah, so like you said, that uh, volunteer network uh, coming together, so can help those, you know, g- go through the counties and everything. But in, in terms of uh, Barton County locally, of course, that one uh, bordering Vernon County, uh, as we talked this afternoon, uh, what what do they have uh, set up? Just, just for Barton County right now, what do they need? So we're starting the, just like we did in Vernon County, we're starting the driver recruitment process. So being able to do radio shows like this today, going to civic events, um, working with those community stakeholders. And like I said, we figured out a recruiting process here in Vernon County. You know, we had so much support from city, county, and like local stakeholders, as well as the civic organizations. You know, we'll talk to the local Lions Clubs and, and things like that, Rotary. Um, and then that's where we start to 
recruit. Um, we also have a Facebook page called New Growth Transit. We just started it this year. That seems to be an effective recruiting tool as well, both mm-hmm. for people that need the transportation yeah. and then also those individuals that are interested in becoming a volunteer driver. All right. Uh, anything else uh, you'd like to share about this program? I think in the holiday season, um, I just want to say that I'm so thankful for the volunteer drivers and for my staff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of passion and, and play on words here, a lot of drive yeah. to get those individuals that are living isolated and stranded in rural Missouri the mm-hmm. access they deserve to our communities. Um, we need to keep the doors of our hospitals open. We need mm-hmm. to keep uh, local retailers. We need to keep people walking through those thresholds. And uh, at New Growth Transit, we do believe that rural transportation is one of the major drivers that can improve the economics. So we're blessed. These volunteers are fantastic individuals um, that show up day after day and really find purpose in being a volunteer driver. And if anyone's interested, I'll throw out that number again. It is 417-283-7991. Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. We're available if you need transportation or if we would love to have you join our network as a volunteer driver. All right, Kelly, thanks so much for your time once again. Thank you, Ben. And that was Kelly Ost with New Growth Transit joining us on Double K Country on your Tuesday afternoon update program. In part two of our update program, we have the intro to business class joining us uh, here talking about an upcoming uh, fundraiser, the service learning project this year. And... Why don't you introduce yourselves? I'm Hallie Hawks. I'm Sophie Stewart. And I'm Dylan Ogle. Yeah, so as we you get into this, I know that uh, this has been done uh, once in the past. So first of all, let's kind of start with where did this idea for this uh, Chill for Charity 5K come from? So whenever we started researching and discussing as a class, we all came to an agreement that a big need in our town is winter clothing items. Like if you go out in our community, Whenever it's a cold day outside, you see a lot of people with shorts and a t-shirt on, and we wanted to address that issue. Yeah, so in terms of uh, this, of course, being the second annual, what uh, what kind of ways did you put this together last year? What kind of things were done last year? I will step in. I'm Miss Wilson on, on this part. So this initiated last year with Rhett Forkner and Addison McEnroy. They had seen a need in the community, and uh, they wanted to be able to address the needs in the community and do something unique. And I have had a team that wanted to help the community specifically with the needs and then I had a, another team that wanted to offer running opportunities and walking opportunities or exercise for those in the community and so they came to a consensus or a compromise and merged two different ideas together and that's how the Chill for Charity 5k came about. Yeah so of course merging those ideas together thanks uh, for, yes. for that information on that. Of course the same kind of events what, uh, what are the details of this year as I should ask? Yes yeah, so this year we decided to use what they had last year and kind of expand and this year we're going to be having shirts and we're going to have like more step snack options afterwards and this year we decided to add hygiene items to our list of things in our community for example like like deodorant and body wash stuff like that all right so how can people provide and help help make this program this event a success this year to run it is an eight dollar donation or you can donate a hygiene item or a winter warmth item to run right so let's see and then how to how does the process go how do those who uh, need this uh, stuff that uh, that you receive and uh, get all together out of the people who need it receive it the coats will be wrapped labeled and put around the courthouse following the week of the 5k 
All right, so following the week of the 5K, again, the 5K uh, coming up Saturday. And again, remind us of, uh, you know, where where that is uh, located. And, of course, you already talked about some complimentary snacks around there. That uh, catches my ear, but uh, remind us of the uh, time of that and how people can participate again. So the 5K will start and stop at the courthouse, and it starts at 10 a.m. on Saturday, December 9th. And then following that, we'll have, um, like, refreshments at Chairmark. All right. Anything else you'd like to share with us about uh, this uh, Chill for Charity 5K? Follow us on FBLA and DECA on Facebook. And on that Facebook page, you can find more information on how to register. And the Chill for Charity Winter 5K is coming up this Saturday. Thanks to Sarah Olson's NRTC Intro to Business class for joining us.